Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Can we be real? Mm. Matthew, hi. We have a closed Facebook group. Yeah, we do. If you want to join it, just search Can We Be Real. We'll also put the uh, link in the bio of this podcast as well if you want to go and check it out and get in there and just get involved. What a funny bunch of people. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm. Hey, um, I was, you know, going through the motions of my um, skin routine this morning and I was putting on this stuff that's peptides. And Yeah. And um, so now there's peptides in a lot of... um, face stuff like serums and Mm. I've just googled it due to the anti-inflammation and antibacterial properties peptides are great for acne prone skin which I don't have Um, but also uh, their skin repair so I guess that's why you have them for anti-aging in anti-aging products lots of peptides and I sort of giggle to myself every time I put it on because in Melbourne about or 10 years ago Mm. there was the big football scandal with the peptides yeah with the peptides the Essendon Football Club that's right was sprung uh, with something about supplements doping and peptides it was the buzzword around the town and uh, at the time I I think I was on the gear I think I was on the peptides, guys. Mm, and you I, were. I think I was. I didn't, and I, and I didn't really know it because right. what happened was I, my friend Sasha, not Sasha, but Sasha. Yeah. She and this group of girls, you know, we were always trying out weight loss things, always. Sure. And she said one time, she goes, "Oh, you want to go and see Doctor John?" And then our other friend Vicky goes, "Yeah, haven't you ever seen Doctor John?" I go, "No, who's Doctor John?" Oh, Doctor John, over in um, Turak. 
hmm. and get the injections. Injections. That's what injections. Is she. I don't know. It's horse piss or something. I don't know. But what it horse is, horse piss. Oh, you're right. And it's just really good for weight. What he does is he gives you the injection once a week, and then he gives you these tablets, and you just lose weight like crazy. Like, like speed. Terrific. I don't know. Horse piss and speed. I don't know what the. But I. I was on it. So I went straight round to Doctor John, and Doctor John was about three hundred years old. And um, he and his receptionist was about the same. <laughs> and there it was this hilarious little surgery. I don't know. It was just old. I mean, it Did was, you, was... Were there like doctor's certificates on the wall? Yeah, but I mean, it was just old. It was like him and her, they'd been sitting in there since the 70s, the wow. two of them. And so had the carpet and so had the chairs. <laughs> and it was just like... Dusty and mm. you know it smelled like old people because they were sitting in there all mm. all day every day. Doctor John and this lady, and so I went in there and she's wearing like seventies clothes, like there's something out of an old TV show. And I was like, oh hi, I'm just I'm hoping I can get an appointment with Doctor John. She goes, mm-hmm, yes, yes. Like they all know what's going on. She virtually said, are you here for the horse piss? Like it was basically, <laughs> you know. And so I go in and I have my first appointment with Doctor John. And it was like an appointment out of the 70s. He goes, yes, well, first we have to, yes, well, we have to first have an appointment. Now, all right, get on, j- jump on here. He puts him on those old scales where he's like flicking across the. Oh, God. Yeah. And I swear to God, it took my weight in pounds and shit. <laughs> and, and then um, and he takes my height and then he sits, sits down with me across his big desk with this old book and with like the nutrition pyramid on it and he's like explaining to me how to eat and I'm like, like okay. bread and dairy and yeah right and I'm just sitting there thinking fish you're gonna give me horse piss at the end of this right <laughs> like, we are we are getting to that you know you're not but he's going through the motions yeah I'm thinking you're not gonna just send me away yeah and he's writing in his funny little old man handwriting mm. he pulls out a piece of paper and he and he tears it you know he's, he's like this he, oh the script and he's like no it wasn't the script it was just paper and he goes right right and what you want to do is for breakfast, you want to have a boiled egg. Mm-hmm. He starts writing out a menu for me. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm thinking, Don't boiled tell me egg, what to do. boiled yeah. egg plus horse piss, <laughs> right? And for lunch, a salad plus speed. Totally, yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting there politely while this old man in his weird old hieroglyphics <laughs> is writing out this shit, fucking bizarre yeah. thing. menu. Eventually, the script comes out. Writes me my prescription for my speed. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Christ. Yeah. And then pulls out the bottom drawer, and there she blows. All the bottles. All of- the little jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> all the little <laughs> vials. Yeah. Your eyes would have lit oh, up. Oh, they did, darling. Like it was Aladdin like, in the land. Oh, Christmas morning. And and he pulls out a syringe, and I was like, oh, great. Yeah. I was bent over by the time you. And um. <laughs> I didn't even ask what was in. I didn't care. Yeah. So I was like, "Great, we're on. We're Put on the program, yeah. right? I'm on the bloody program." So <laughs> he, uh, we go through that. And I go back every week, and it's working a charm. Now, do you have to go through the menu every every no, week, or you done never, that? He bit? never mentioned it again. Right, you just go straight in for the piss. Yeah. He obviously felt like he'd done his due diligence. Yeah. He's like, I've, "I've taught this woman how to eat. Now here's the speed and horse piss." <laughs> so. You know, he's like, I can't do fairer than that. So, uh, so I go in there every week, get my injection, get my speed prescription, and go to the chemist down the road. They're like, Oh, hello, you're one of Doctor John's. Yep, thank you. And um, away we go. Anyway, so <laughs> he 
Next thing I know, this story blows up. Oh, God, Essendon. And they're on the peptides. And um, Sasha came, comes in to work where we were working. She goes, oh, mate, have you been to see Dr John this week? I said, no. Why? She goes, he's not doing the injections. Oh, he's been shut down. Yeah. Well, he's still sitting there in that fucking filthy <laughs> office. But she goes, he won't, Quietly. he won't do the injections yeah. at the moment. She goes, mm. Low I th- profile. it's something to do with the bloody... Yeah. It's footballing idiots. Yeah. So, I mean, he got. We all got back on the gear eventually, but how? I, well, he, he, he just, no, he started again. again. Yeah, right. he just. Yeah. But it was like he had to. He was like Ixnay on the horse piss eh? Yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> for three months, and of course, I didn't have the heart because he's such a tiny little cutie. Mm. I didn't have the heart to say. Are we on the gear, Doctor? Like what? <laughs> What's the correlation? Yeah. Why is it that right now you're not working? The media's full of the peptides injections story about mm. how the football players are all getting these injections mm. and you're close that aren't kosher, yeah. and the injections you were giving us yeah. have stopped. Like, mm. is there any? I didn't have the heart to ask that. But you want to, though, right? Oh, sort you of want to did, know, but at the but same you time, you I didn't want to know. shoot yourself in the foot. I didn't want to know. The hand that's feeding you. Exactly. The hand that's injecting me. I didn't want to slap it away. Right. And um, so and so, I just went and got, took my speed yeah. and waited patiently for my horse piss. But also, when you have a, a you know, you're doing that horse piss mm. and then you have three months off, mm. uh, is that bad for you? Are, are you supposed to stay <sighs> on the piss? It's hard to say. Um, I did grow a tail, but no. <laughs> but, um, but no, look, I don't know. I mean, the speed itself held me over. Hey, right. You know, mm. um, so it wasn't a complete disaster. <laughs> and then we were back on the program after a few months and then Dr. John died. He died? Yeah, well, he was very old. Yeah, then winter came and he got the flu. And, um, and so no one else is doing this anymore? Well, who are you going to ask? I mean, doctors are funny that way. Aren't they all friends? Don't they go to conventions? Well, like I don't know. He didn't He didn't leave us a list in his will. <laughs> yeah. By the way, post this on the front door of my old surgery. Here are the other doctors who do it. And you can't go, like normal doctors are so, they won't give you a Valium, mate. Yeah. How are you going to go and go, oh, by the way, kids, can you just pop out to the waiting room? Just mm. You just pop out. Mummy's got to ask something. Um, do you do the horse piss thing? Or <laughs> yeah. Do you? Is that something you provide? Yeah. By the way, if you are a doctor and listening and you do do the horse piss thing. You are open I mean, and interested. Feel free to DM. Because oh, so you want to get back on the juice. The juice was good to me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I don't know if it's safe. I'm, no, you don't know, Simon, because yeah, you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. And I, but so, the fact that it's so secretive, I. I think maybe it's not a great idea. Well, I don't, don't, know, don't know that it was secretive necessarily. It's just a doctor... Patient privilege, I think. Is that a thing? <laughs> or that's a lawyer thing? I don't know. Yeah. All I'm saying is if you are a doctor listening, you are like, open. Mm. I'll tear you off a script for that, Loza. Mm. Was it expensive? Oh, no, it wasn't overly. I think it was, oh, I can't remember. It was a bit, but even by those standards, I, I didn't have much money at the time, but worth every cent. What's it doing? So you, it, it's just burning. I think it was. Is it like getting your heart rate up that it just burns no, the fat? No, no, that that's what the speed was for. And the are, horse you, but piece, are you joking about the speed? No. That's because that's the thing, isn't it? Where yeah. pe- people who get a low amount of like that, whatever that drug is, yes. or similar to the speed, speeds the heart up, and they burn more calories during the also, day. Also, you don't eat. And you don't eat. You don't eat because you're partying all the time. <laughs> well, kind of, <laughs> but you don't. You just don't think about food. You just wow. Yeah. So there's that, and I can't remember. Well, let's see what peptides. What are peptides? What are you getting? Are you getting any hits over there, Matthew? What do peptides do for you? Healing, like it's good for your regenerative something. Right. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. that's what I mean. I don't know if that's what it was. However, it it was a fascinating coincidence. Yeah. That 
when the news went crazy about peptides, totally. Dr. John went, shh, shh, Quiet. shh, shushy, <laughs> yeah. shushy, shush, shush, shush. I don't know. It sounds different. It, the Essendon one, was the, their peptides is called thymos and beta 4. Well, <laughs> I didn't just, I didn't yeah. read the jar, let's yeah. be honest. And why not? I didn't read you it. You didn't read He's the a jar doctor, of something putting put in He's a He's a doctor, mate. Oh, no. I want to know the name of everything I'm going not, in me. I'm not reading what's the mechanics doing to my car. I don't give a fuck. Just do it. Just fix it. Just put horse piss in me. Just off. put horse piss you're in me. You're getting ripped and off everywhere. And I am everywhere. busy. I know I've got stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets and sparkles. If you have a secret, you want to share it, go to the link in the bio. This is our first secret for today. Hey, guys. Love your show. Uh, my secret is when I was at uni, I got adopted by an older gay couple. One of them was quite a lot older than me. I was their houseboy, got to live in their house, drive their cars, spend their money, drink their alcohol. The only thing I had to do was put out every now and then, which I was more than happy to. And yeah, used to love being little oh, kept yeah. houseboy. Some days I wish I was still was. Same. Oh God, I wish I was. That sounds lovely. Oh God. Clive, I'm just taking the car out. Yeah, I'll bring you back some gin, sure. Yeah, I'll suck you off when I get back. I mean, if you're still awake. Because I know you won't be, <laughs> let's be honest. Mm. You won't be, Dale. Oh, fabulous. Love it. Filing that under, bloody love it. You bloody love it. I sex, bloody sex love it. Sex in return for accommodation. As he said, not much. I'd want- and he didn't mind it anyway. He was like, well, that's fine. Me, you know, loved it. That's fine. Now, I want, I'd want to be in a pretty fucking nice suburb. <laughs> that's because you're not gay. What if it was, <laughs> you know, I mean, it'd want to be a fucking very nice suburb for like, you. I want, I want it to be fucking Batman's house, <laughs> you know? Gonna, like, I want it to be like Bruce Wayne's real. fucking mansion yeah. with a library. I, for real, I you get know? it. Yeah. And then I'm thinking about it. I get it. Because <laughs> you're not gay. But what if you, as a young man, imagine little baby Bagsy, you're, yeah. say, 18. 19, and two older but hot women adopted you Mm. and said you can drive the car, um, no rent, nothing, just just swan around in your little box of briefs, Mm. just being you, just being a little cutie. Lick our puss every now and then. Fucking hell, wow. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Well, you said suck the dick, so, I mean, that's what the return is, right? Lick the puss. Jesus Christ, don't say that. Is that how you say it? No. What do you say? That's how I say it. Get down there. Oh, fuck me. Downtown. Don't stop. (laughs) God, don't say that. When you, <laughs> what are you saying? When you're a houseboy for the ladies, don't say that. Do you want me to go downtown? No. <laughs> so hetero, man. You just what, what, okay. Well, then educate me, mate. What are we saying? I don't know. Because you just said, do you want me to suck your dick? So I go, okay. Well, yeah, because I was being a gay guy. Like, yeah, but then what does a guy? What do I say as a, as a, as a houseboy with my hot pants on? No, you're not hot pants. The just go, your... the, the Kylie Minogue golden hot no, pants. No, you're, you're so confused about. <laughs> Our role playing. <laughs> you are <laughs> really confused about it. Okay, what's what happening is you're just wearing your little box of briefs, like say your bonds. Um, oh yeah, okay. You know the boy leg. Yeah. What are they called? Like the box, not briefs, yeah, but the boxes. boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's me and Donna. We are living together. Yeah. No kids. Right. They've 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 grown up. Yep. It's five years from now. Yep. Mind you, her son will still be there because he's obsessed with her. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> and we go. Oh, somehow we've met you, probably at the IGA. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sailor. Do you need somewhere to live? Cost of living crisis and everything. Yeah. I've just moved into my friend Donna's house. She's got a spa. Um, we need a boy about the place. Great. Your 19-year-old bags. Mm. So you come back there to live in your our house, boy. Yeah. You can drive the cars. Yeah. Either my Captiva 
or Donna's. Donna's got a nicer car. I don't know what kind it is, but it's bigger and nicer. It's got a really nice screen in the front. Anyway, yeah. you can drive it. Okay. Um, occasionally, you have to put out, as our secret guy said. Put out. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. What's occasionally? Oh, Daily? It's much more often for me than it is for Donna, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I'm exhausted. <laughs> no, but you're only 19. Right, So you've okay. got a lot more, yeah. you know, in the tank <laughs> yeah, than you right. do now. Yeah, totally. Got to remember back. Yeah. That's a good life, right? It yeah. doesn't have to be Bruce Wayne's house under those circumstances, does it? No. It's free rent. Yeah. Donna's butler's pantry is always well stocked. With what, though? Everything. Okay. She's great that way. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah, it's yeah. good. She's always at the IGA. I mean, okay, great. Yeah, she's got dips. So no rent. She's got yeah. She's got like cheeses. No rent. Yeah, she's got good, good grog. Okay, pretty good. Yeah, I'm sold again. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Oh, you're not into it. Well, no. Why? You're rooting <laughs> me and Donna. Yeah, that's a fucking guess- great deal. That is a good deal. For rent. For rent. Just for, no, for no rent. Like, let's not put a monetary figure on it. Let's just go, hey, this is just free and easy <laughs> joint. You live here. We live here. Yeah. If okay. we accidentally yeah. bump into each other. Downtown. Here, <laughs> sure. Great. No, that, I, I get it. I get it. Do you, though? Know? Not really, but like. Oh, I, God. I, I just, I, I go, oh, that's a that's a, a strange exchange to me. I think yeah. it's really great. Is that person a sex worker? Because you're working for sex in a way, aren't you? You're not getting paid. Well, you are. You're getting paid in in, in accommodation. It's like if a... Yeah. It's technicality. 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 Okay. But I do love it. Wish I could have been a visitor. I wish I was his friend and I'd go, oh, can I come over? Can I come over and see you and Clive and Steve? Clive and Steve. I'm just picturing them. I bet they lived in... Like they're heritage gays, so they'd live in. If it was Brisbane, Paddington, mm, yeah, and a beautiful renovated. Do you have the same power cottage if, if you're living in Mackay? <laughs> <laughs> like Mackay gays, heritage heritage Mackay gays. Yeah, like no. do you have that? Yeah, no, you're not. No. <laughs> Fuck no. What? We're gonna sit around the fan. <laughs> Now. Okay. All right. Uh, this is secret number two. Hey, guys. So my secret is that I have faked every oh. single orgasm um, from every single time I've had sex with my husband, who I've been married to for 10 years now. I never really meant <laughs> for it to happen that way. Uh, it just was the, the first time we had sex, which was before we got married. Um, it just kept going and kept going and kept going and uh and i didn't really know what was going on so i just sort of faked it and um then it turned out over time that he actually has something called delayed ejaculation which means that he kind of doesn't finish most of the time uh but i sort of worked out over time that if he thought i had finished sometimes he would actually finish and i Guess I started to feel like it was my duty to um, to help him with that. So, yeah, I don't really know how to do anything about it. I don't know how to walk my way back out of it. So, keen to hear your thoughts. So well said. Walk my way back out of it. Like it's ten Slowly. years down the track. Yeah. To go, hey, um, two sex. Two sex. Just want to talk yeah. to you about something. Got two sex. Um, I've never. But ten years is a long time. That's what I mean. Like you've you've really walked your way right in there, and so that slow walking out is going to take a while. It's 
soon as he goes, how long has this been going on? Oh, Ten years. Forever. Literally forever. As far as we're concerned, forever. It's never not been. But it's also not the uh, – it's, it's probably not a deal breaker in the first – you know, in the honeymoon period because you're still getting what you need. No, she's not. That's the point. She's never ha- – she's always faked orgasms. God. And the worst thing is he would feel like she's, she's been lying to him. She's yeah. made him think that he's making her come. Oh, babes. God, that's um, – I. you know what I would do? I would say it's kind of new that it's not happening for me. I'd go, oh – you know, my body's changing, hormones and stuff. Um, can we work on it together and just change things a bit? I, I would not confess that I, it's, I've never had an orgasm with you. I'd go, it's just getting a bit harder for me mm. lately, so can we... Go to the doctor, get a checkup. No, no, just like, can, go to the doctor? can you do different things? Oh, okay. So we don't you know go to the doctor. Can we change up our sex? Right. Is the doctor too extreme? Is it like? Well, yeah. Because I don't know what. Well, maybe not. But mm. because then at least, yeah, you can deal with it. But I, I certainly wouldn't say it's been ten years. Mm. I go maybe. Oh, the last couple of months. Months. The last yeah. six months, it's become progressively harder for me to reach orgasm. Yeah. Can you help me? Let's. Can we work on it together? Mm. And then, but try and fix it. Try Very hard conversation to have, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. But like, I think it's impossible it's to tell the truth mm. now, don't you? Mm. And as I've always said, I think truth is overrated. I don't think there's a purpose to mm. tell him the truth that's mm. just going to kill him. And why? It's not going to help. But to help, you can help it. You can fix it from here. But I would say it's a new thing. Mm. Just go, oh, I'm just really struggling lately. Mm. You know, hormones change, things change. Let's work on it together. Let's change things around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How do you file that one? Sweetheart. That's a tough situation. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, just got to open up the... The app. Yeah, the app. Oh, God, it's got a few bugs. I'm just working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going really well, Fuck though. But, Is it um, going to get released? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just at the printers. <laughs> um, 3D printing. Um. I'm going to 3D printing yeah, of an app. Yeah, look, you don't understand. I don't think you understand, you don't understand what an app is. You don't understand tech. But um, <laughs> I'm going to say keep it a secret, definitely. Right. Keep it a secret. <laughs> but change things from now. All right. Uh, this is secret number three. When I was in high school, I was bullied by these two girls. One left a note in my shoe saying, <gasps> you're fat. And one used to call me Fatty Pumba on repeat. Now we're in our mid-30s. They're both overweight and much bigger than I am. I know I shouldn't feel this way, but secretly, yes. I am so happy that they know what it feels like. Oh, yeah, it's the best. I mean, it's... um, It's the best. It's the best. It's one of the great things that nature does, mm. um, that it does eventually make everyone fat. Mm. And uh, it is one of the... It's one of the greatest things that happens to fat kids, I think, is that eventually we get... To middle age and everyone's fat. All those motherfuckers are fat. And so you can say, now how do you feel? It's great. Especially Who's laughing now? Especially for those that? of us who've who've lost weight, who've mm. managed to lose some weight. Mm. And you just go and you don't have to be thin, but you can just kind of go, yeah, you can go, God, what a great equalizer. Middle age is such a great equalizer. It mm. really is. I mean, you know, you're all fat. <laughs> and um and 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 you've got a shit job mm. as well. And um, and you're bald. <laughs> yeah. And uh, your kid's in jail. God, you, you've you've got shit lives for yeah. many, many reasons. Yeah, okay. And you're fat. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
And unlike me, you never worked on your personality. So, oh, wow, it's just going to go keep sort of going downhill for you guys. When I was a kid, I was not a, I, I was an athletic kid, so I never, I never had the, um, I've had bigger periods, but I've, I would never say I've been a fat or fatter person, right? Mm. Is that something that uh, bigger people will actively do, which is work on their personality when they're younger? Yes. Because, like, and how is that thought process well, working you out? Think, you don't, you don't think, go, oh. At four, oh, fuck, better polish up this personality. But when does it kick in? It when just does, does that happen? It just naturally happens. Like, for one you thing, out- you have to get resilient because you're taking abuse constantly. So mm. you have to kind of figure out how to deal with that. Okay, uh, I can't keep I can't keep dobbing on people. <laughs> That's going to wear itself out. Adults stop caring. Mm. So you've got to learn to deflect it somehow, mm-hmm. either laugh it off or punch it out or how, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Because mm-hmm. it keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. And then for a lot of people, they, well, you everyone wants to be liked. Everyone has to find a of way course. to be liked. So yes. if you're not little and blonde and cute, that makes people automatically like you as a girl. Right. Then you just go, okay, what else? What else I got? What else we got? What else we got? Um, I don't know. I could be really funny and yeah. fun yeah. and great. Yeah. That makes people go, I want to spend time with that person. Mm. I love being around that person. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of us do that. It's not a conscious decision. You mm. just, that's how humans work. And so with fat shaming now, is it a lot better for like when kids are going through school now, would it be easier or is there still bullying? Is there still bullying with... There still is, but I think it's better. I think it's, it's better. It's better than when, when we were growing up? Yeah. Because I, I can remember yeah. the bigger kids getting bullied and picked on and and just walking past things yeah. being said to them. Yeah. Um, kids get picked on for so many things. So many things. I mean, a girlfriend of mine's kids got fire engine red hair, but at first... He didn't know what to do, didn't he? went through the period of it was just so painful, Mm. but he learnt to punch, not punch physically through it, but take it on board, kind of learnt that, okay, these guys aren't hating me for it. I can embrace this. I can work with it. I can go with it. So he's gone with it and he's turned into the funny kid everyone loves. Yeah. And now he's Mr. Popular, you know? It's it funny, out. I wouldn't see the redhead thing being a being a negative. I think it's a I think it's just a it's a, you know, you think of Ed Sheeran, it, it's so cool, it's But so, if you are a redheaded kid or the mother of a redheaded kid, you're protective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, if you ask a, a mum, she will tell you, "Oh god, it can they be get picked brutal." On. Mm. Yeah. There's not many redheaded kids around. There's a lot mm. more fat kids than there are redheaded kids. Well, I had acne when I was a kid. Yes. Really, really bad I acne. I had to go on really, um, Roaccutane yeah. to get rid of it. And so I was called Pizza Face on the, right? on the bus. How awful. Yeah. So I'd sit there, ah, oh, Pizza Face. Oh. And I'd be like, Pizza Face. Gosh. Oh, my face is really important and to me. I'd like my face up. to be liked. You can't cover up your face. No, it was very. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what's worse, actually, your face or, or, or being fat? I don't know. What, what is worse? Either way, they're very visual. You can't mm. really cover them up. But I think your face must be hard. I had a girlfriend in high school who had really bad, the same thing, had mm. to go on medication. Yeah. And I will never forget one time we were out and about and a random woman came up to her and started talking to her about her acne. Mm. It was like, are you fucking joking? Mm. Like We were like 16 at peak mm. age 
of being embarrassed easily. And this grown woman comes up and goes, excuse me, now I just about your face, mm. I just wonder if you've tried this and that and this and that. And mm. this poor girl was devastated. I guess it, it, I mean, they're coming from that, that, that air, like, you know, I'm trying to help. Yeah. But, but like, it's so personal to someone. Like, uh, that's all that person thinks about, right, when, they've, when they're going through that. Devastated because yeah. it just told her, yeah, everyone is looking at my face. Totally. I remember being in, I think it might have been grade nine or 10 and being in the class. It was a mathematics class and I was sitting there and I was sitting next to a girl and uh, my forehead would be, it was like cystic acne, yeah. right? So it was quite big and it was painful. Painful. And uh, it must have, one of them must have burst, yeah. right? And all I, I'm just sitting there and all I heard her do was go, oh, yeah! Oh, right? And so yes. the whole class turns around and then I've got this oozing oh. pussy thing. Yeah. And then the teacher just goes, Simon, you need to go to the bathroom. Your face is, you know, and so I'm, I've got to walk out of the class. Like, shame, shame, shame walking out. Just like, oh, fuck. Oh, it's so Such sad. a low moment. I know. Funny for me now, though. I think, oh, like how, oh, what, a, what a comical moment for the girl. Like, you know, when she's just like, like it was no, so dramatic. I think she's I was a like, bitch. so mean. I it's think so she's, childishly mean. I think she's like, a she was bitch like, and her parents have raised her badly. I would never do that. And I know my kids would never do that. Yeah, yeah. My kids would quietly say to you, hey, your face. Hey, mate, yeah, fix it up. Yeah, it just yeah. would go, they might be freaked out inside, but yeah. they would quietly say, hey. Yeah. Like any kid who would scream at you like that, I'm like, who? Fucking raised you, you yeah. animal. Yeah. Like, what's happening in your home <laughs> yeah. that you would shame a it person was, like quite that? Quite dramatic. Yeah. Fuck. How me. did you go with the Roaccutane? I've heard that oh, depression. Could, right. Oh, really? Yeah. I, go out, I was like a vampire. I couldn't go out in the sunlight. Oh god. Which I love sun. I was like a swimmer. Yeah. So living on the Gold Coast, couldn't yeah. go to Wet and Wild, mate. I was like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And I think, is that the one that girls have to go on the pill when they're on it? Maybe. There was one of them that was so It's not good. Roactane is not good. Yeah, it really takes you out, doesn't it? Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And I think still residual uh, psychological effects from it. Really? Yeah. Like, a, it, it, it's a <sighs> lingering kind of, like, you've got to really pick yourself up kind of vibe. God, that's brutal. Yeah. How did it clean, clear your face up immediately? Did it no, work? It, well, yeah, eventually. But it was a pill or maybe two pills every single day and then all of this uh, Cetaphil and all these different yeah. like, you know, things that you were putting on your face. And then, uh, yeah, I think it took maybe 10 months, but then you had to stay on it for it to go away. But then I've still got all of the scars. I've still got like, oh, every, every any, little but... scar that's there. I, I know exactly where yeah, it is. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. You know? I mean, I've got... A- Chicken pox scars that yeah. yeah you know where your scars are. Mm. God yeah, this all of this just says to me, you know how are we raising our kids. We got to you got to raise your kids to not shame other people. Like, please you know think about what your kids would do in that situation. Ask yourself, would my kids ever go, oh you're so fat or something to another kid or go. Eah! To another kid. That's the only way you can really combat bullying is at home. It's our responsibility. It's not the school's responsibility. It's our responsibility as Mm. parents. And there's so many. There's too many responsibilities. But also, that's a big that, one. That's a, that's a big responsibility because there, there would be things that are going on where they can't, the parent can't be there. No, but that's what like, I'm saying. I, I'm actually trying to picture that yes. scenario where I would have, you know, the group, someone saying something, I've thrown something in. My my mum or dad can't come into that situation and go, hang on, whoa. No, but that's where parenting is most important is when you're not around. Mm. It's about all the conversations you have at home. It's mm. about listening to them squabble yeah. and really listening to what's happening, not just going, shut up, you kids, when, but when, actually When someone's listening. on TV and then totally. dad, dad makes a comment. Having those yeah, conversations around what you're seeing, going, you know, what mm. is bullying? Bullying is a word that's used so much. Hang on, what is it? Mm. 
no, you weren't bullied by that teacher. You were misbehaving and you got in trouble. That's mm. not bullying. Yeah. What's bullying is, you know. Calling this person fat. Or, yeah, you mm. trying to get superiority over another mm. person, mm-hmm. um, pushing a person around, mm-hmm. you know, trying to control another person. Mm. That's bullying. Mm. Um, trying to make yourself feel better by making another person feel small. Mm. That's bullying. Yeah. You know, all those conversations. But as I say, hearing it, my kids squabble and sometimes I'm just like, just shut the fuck up. I'm just hearing it as a wall of noise. Mm. But it's important, I think, to listen to what's actually happening. Hang on a minute. Is someone bullying someone? Mm. Is someone kind of trying to push someone else around mm-hmm. or take advantage of someone? Because mm-hmm. then you have to stop them and go, hey, oi, woo, what are you doing? Leave it alone. Lesson, lesson for you here. Yeah. 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 Because no one wants to feel like a bully. You say you're, you're no. being a bully. Yeah. Shame's a horrible feeling, but it's got a purpose. Yeah. It's there for a reason. Mm. When it's in the right place, shame, unfortunately, is there a lot of times when it shouldn't be. It's got a purpose. It's yeah. to keep you on track. Keep remind the moral us we've done something wrong and to try and stop us doing it again when mm. it's in the right place, you know? All right. Here is our final secret. Hi, Michelle and Bags. Uh, love you guys. You're so funny. Um... Just on the JB Hi-Fi security at the front door thing, um, a lot of them, if not all, are actually not official security guards. They're what they call loss prevention officers. So they are literally just to stand there and look like they're there to stop you from stealing shit, but they actually can't do shit about it. So, (laughs) um... Yeah, I mean, I don't normally promote um, <laughs> Not normally. and that sort of thing. Like, you know, I like to think I have a good moral compass, but um, not only my partner, but quite a few other people I know have been fired from JB. So, <laughs> oh, fuck God. them. Um, yeah. yeah, loss prevention officer. Oh, there you go. What's the difference though? I mean, it's still his job to be to prevent loss. If I'm walking well, that out, that was when uh, I got my bag checked. Remember when I was down yeah. here last time to get the headphones? Yeah. And then I had my bag checked. I didn't put my undies out. <laughs> that's it was right. On a trip. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But what's she saying? I should have flogged the I headphones. I think she's saying that if I if I try and walk out with a telly, <laughs> you can't do anything. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I shouldn't even joke about that because you see so many videos now coming out of the states, in particular, where people just mob shops, and just I guess they just they just go, okay, the odds are if fifteen of us just rush into this shop, grabbing, mm. grabbing, grabbing, and rush out, we're going to get heaps of shit. Wow, that's a thing. It is. It's a thing, and like. They'll do it sometimes in a 7-Eleven or they'll do it in Gucci. Okay, look, sorry, I'm not promoting this, but do Gucci. Yeah, I mean, no, seven, obviously, seven, obviously, What are yeah. you going to get, Twix at well, a 7-Eleven? I guess these are, yeah, <laughs> I know. Go the bags of, of Gucci, course. mate. But the, the ones who do Gucci, they're like, obviously, it's organised crime. Yeah, it's of like, course, because it's expensive as fuck. Yeah, it's like the, the gangs who used to do, oh, they probably still do, but who were knocking over jewellery shops here in Melbourne for a while. They might have been young boys who were doing the snatching, mm. but they were working for much older crime gangs who have sure. been, been working in Melbourne for 100 years. So, yeah, it's all that. So they'll just swarm into Louis wow. Vuitton yeah. and just grab everything because there's only two ladies standing in yeah, there. Yeah, totally. Giving people some ideas, but, yeah. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Because ultimately, you know, I always... And I know coppers have ways. They have ways. They have cameras everywhere that we don't know about. Like they do track this oh, shit to catch down. You. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, it looks like, and oftentimes oh, we see this. There's no way anyone 
would really risk this in Australia, would they? Or is this happening in Australia? I I don't think so. I've it seen a lot in like American. Beverly Hills and stuff. Those those Beverly Hills. yeah, in um, Gucci and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but the, the the thing is, you see this video. And you think that's the end of it because we don't. What we don't see on the news is it might take them three months. Yeah. Or it might be part of a bigger operation. Mm, they get you. They get yeah. you. Mm. They, you know, they track it all down. So mm. I wouldn't advise it. And I mean, don't like Kmart and everywhere have the facial recognition when you walk in? Yeah, now? they've got. Yeah. Yeah. So also, guys, I feel like listeners of Can We Be Real are too classy to be to be stealing. <laughs> I know, I know. But a Seven Eleven, you know? Yeah, I know. But that, I think they'd be probably more likely to get away with that one swarming the sieve. But, <laughs> you know, God, how embarrassing. How embarrassing to be at the at the map, at the, the Melbourne assessment prison and go, what are you in for? Handbags. <laughs> Stole some handbags, mate. Yeah. Gucci. Like, no, I do not want to be in there for that. That's well, got, what do you want to be in there for? I want to be in there for something hard. Murder. I want to, Yeah, I want to be in there for fucking, you know, fucking a lot of shit up. I'm, I'm scary. I'm the scariest motherfucker in this place. I host Australian True Crime. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to be in there for stealing luggage. Yeah. Okay? Totally. No, thanks. Yeah. Oh, I took this crossbody. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like a bum bag. Oh, she's but you an can easy also, target. Yeah, wear it across your body, mm. like back to front. Like It's kind of it's yeah. got, got, got a lot of uses, you know. Mm. Anyway, snatched that. Mm. No, thank you. No, not the reason you want to be in there. Nope. All right. Well, uh, if you've got a secret and you want to share it with us, go to the link in the bio or Michelle's Instagram page. Just search at Michelle underscore Laurie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, I read this headline the other day. I can't even remember where it was, but it was like, do you ever think some people just aren't interesting enough to do a podcast? And I thought, oh, God, that's rude. That's I, I honestly thought. Who was that? Was that a radio person that came up with that Probably. Headline? And like of all radio people. radio executive? Of all people, because I know I can be pretty elitist about being a performer. But, but even, do you have to be a performer to be a podcaster? Well, this is it. Even I thought, oh, that's pretty elitist. You know, oh, God, I don't know. Can't everyone do a podcast? Is it, is it such a special power? Um, well, it depends what the category is. If, it, well, exactly. if it's informative. But then I thought, yeah, I don't know. You know, that's, a bit, that's just a bit rude. That's a bit mean. But then I heard a podcast recently and I thought, oh, yeah, I think this is what they're talking about. Yeah, I think this person is really too, too boring. boring to be doing a podcast. Yeah. And the person themselves, it's probably shocking that 
Well, the whole the whole setup of it makes it feel like this should be really interesting. The person is a person called Suge Knight. The man is incarcerated. He, Simon, is the co-founder and former CEO of Death Row Records. Death Row Records, You right. bet, baby. Okay. Death Row Records. So he was the guy, right, wait, um, you know, I always say I'm a gangster. Uh, I'm an OG. Well, this guy actually was, he, he was at the beginning of gangster rap. He he ran the company that had, you know, Dr. Dre. Okay, this um, sounds like a really interesting podcast. Snoop Dogg, doesn't it? Snoop Dogg. Um, this guy was really right up in it. He right. was, you know, hanging out with the Crips. Yep. When all of that um, violence went down, I'm just reading here, he was driving the car that Tupac Shakir, Shakur, I, can't, I never know how to, how do I pronounce Tupac's last name? I, just call I think him, you got it right. I just okay. call him Pac. Nice. Um, he was driving the car when Pac was murdered, babes. Right. He was right in this it. This podcast I want to listen to. Well, he's in jail. He's been in jail now for years and years and years for, because of another death, another murder, and he will be in jail probably for the rest of his life. Now, our friend Jack, who has his great podcast where he rings up people in jail, yeah. five minutes remaining, yeah. we know how compelling... It is to speak to somebody when they are sitting there in jail and you can hear all the sounds around them. They're talking about the life. I know. It's got all the ingredients. And yet, this is what we end up with. Well, here's a bloke. Sorry, before you get started here, though, have they put a roadcaster in jail? He's on the phone. So he's down the line. And then his mates recording Outside. it. Yeah, right. That makes sense. So I'll let I'll let his mate sort of. This is the intro. The intro is fantastic. It's it's got got me in the mood. I'm like, this is gonna be killer. Listen to this. What you're about to hear are conversations, raw and uncut, with the legendary founder of Death Row Records. He's currently serving a 28 year sentence in California State Prison. His honesty, vulnerability, and current state of mind will all be heard in this groundbreaking podcast I like it. series. Oh, God, can you imagine? I'm can, hooked. Can you imagine what we're about to hear? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> here's, here is Shulk just setting up what he's about to bring forth. Every time you turn around, everybody want to spread some lies or some shit. Not that it bothers me, but at some point, we got to do better to get better. What sort of lies, Shulk? What sort of lies and shit are people saying? that you want to set us straight about. It's like, it's people that say they're from my neighborhood, they really weren't from my neighborhood. Mm. Like, we got a dude named James, and he speak on with Reggie all the time, and he said he was a day one, definitely wasn't day one, definitely didn't go to school with us. And, you know, James to make all these allegations about he couldn't go to elementary school, because, you know, they lived in a garage. No running water on drugs. And but the thing that gets me the most people want to say something about Pac. Okay. Okay, so Okay, so the It's basically like great sound a conversation with my mum. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. In which that he just talks about a lot of people we don't know. Yeah. And he's just telling you stories like okay, so basically what what happened is James, well he gone around telling people he was from day one, but he didn't go to our school. And Random Rollador. Yeah, and and I know, that, and then I know that he's embarrassed because he lived in a garage and they didn't have no running water. Yeah, and I know because he'd been talking to Reggie, and I'm like, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, sure. I don't, I don't know who context. I, who I don't know who do you think I am, but <laughs> I I don't know these people. Yeah, you know how your mum tells you stories, or sometimes it's your nan. You know how people they just old people tell you stories totally. about people you do not know. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It's an hour of that. It's like, yeah, this probably is the truth, but I don't care. Mm. Shook. 
It's the truth about shit. I don't care about people. I don't know. Well, who's the bloke who's outside with the roadcaster? Yeah, he, should be, he should be also narrating a bit of this. Look, <sighs> I know. think they're so scared of Shug that they're just like, <laughs> okay. We can talk about that if you're Yeah, home. what yeah. else Reggie say? <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? And why do I care where they went to school? And what day they arrived <laughs> on the scene? You're 60. I don't know. I don't care where you went to school. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's his podcast. Wow, we. If you went to school with Shug, maybe this is of interest to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's about the best thing I can say about Shug Knight's podcast. It's probably mostly for guys you went to school with. Yeah. It'd be really good for you guys uh, if you want to catch up. Yeah. Well, get around it. Get around it. Um, yeah. Let me just check what it's called again for you. Uh, if, if you do want to, or maybe I've just <laughs> saved you the trouble. Yeah. But um, collect call with Shug Knight. Available is- on all podcast platforms. <laughs> Available now. <laughs> yeah. Go and check it out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, that is uh, it for our episode today. If you can share the podcast, get it out there. Uh, of course, a thousand bucks up for grabs for the best marketing manager. Yeah. Or can we be real? Mm. You're actually officially on the books mm. for one payment only. Uh, it's a one time transaction. It's a one time transaction yeah. direct from Michelle's bank account mm-hmm. into your bank account for the best piece of marketing before Christmas. The 25th of December 2023. This is because our friend Lauren got on Kyle and Jackie O's show mm. talking about our podcast. Lara. Lara mm. got on <laughs> Kyle and Jackie O's show because she loves Kyle so much, remember? And yep. um, so they were just all up and down about can we be real? Can we be real? Mm. Michelle Laurie. Yeah. And you said, oh God, let's make a viral marketing campaign mm. and, and get people to just get this podcast out there any way they can. Mm. And it's a competition. Yeah. And the one that we think is most successful gets $1,000. Out of your bank account. Yeah. How do you feel about me just giving away your money out of your bank account? Yeah. I Look, I, I don't mind it. Um, <laughs> the kids don't love it. That's a lot of Robux. Yeah, I get it. Um, Sorry, guys. So, you know, yeah. but, but I'm sure it'll pay off in the end. Well, that's the thing. Mm. I mean, if we get a great piece of marketing out yeah. there and then the podcast goes absolutely nuts, then kids next Christmas is going to be nuts. Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah. Um, how the fuck do I wrap it up normally? We'll see you next Thursday. All right, we will see you next Thursday. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.